0: This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good morning, everyone. Shemaleich hambruch hamavam. We're continuing in Mishnah Brurah daf haShavua. We're up to Siman Dalid. We're up to Seif Dalid. Seif Dalid. Mutar lito talis chaveru lavar You're allowed to take the talis of your friend and make a brach on it. Uvavachi As long as you fold it up. If you found it, fold it. In other words, are you allowed to borrow your friend's tablet without permission? Normally, you're allowed to borrow your friend's item without permission. Let's say you can't borrow his car without permission. You can't say, oh, that's a nice car in the driveway. I'm sure he wouldn't mind if I took it and I just borrowed it. Because Hashem shalomidas Gazan, Who son who borrows without permission is a, is, a, is a robber. However, we know that when it comes to Mitzvah, there's a principle, l'adam mitzvah. a person would want you to do a Mitzvah with his money, because A, um, he's responsible for you. So if he's responsible for you, he has to ensure that you do mitzvahs, so he's happy that you do mitzvahs with his possession. Secondly, it's to his advantage, because by you doing mitzvahs with his possession, he's getting credit for it, so you're doing him a favor. Fine. The only thing is, you better treat it the way that, um, um, you better treat it, um the way that you found it. So says the uh, Brahma, Hagavuadin the same thing be bitvillin. You now ought to learn from your friend Svarim without his permission, because we're concerned maybe you will rip it, it with um by learning from it. Now it seems like a far-fetched chash. Now certainly a talis, like what could happen already if you borrow someone's talis? The thing is, if you borrow someone's talis, it doesn't mean you could go downstairs and eat at the Kiddush with the talis on that. He didn't give you rishos to do it. So then you're a goslin if you do it. Now you're a goslin, then he never lent it to you. He never lent it to you. We were in the Mitzvah. So you better you have to be very careful to use it for what it was lent to you for. But interesting, according to the straight up halacha, you cannot borrow someone else's svarim without his permission. Now we'll see, does that apply, Bizmanaza? Says the Mishabura, Talas Khavira, perish aloy me dad without his permission, the nihale inner shall have a mitzvah many. A person wants, a person is pleased that you do a mitzvah with with uh, his permission, with his possessions. Um Moshe writes in a Tshuva the Dershu brings that even the items of a Katan you could borrow without permission. We this applies by uh, katanim as well. Fine, it says the Mishnah V'Dafka That's if you're going to borrow his talis or his tefillin once in a while. you can rely on it every day. Ah, Adam Shatiyavus. I'm not going to buy a pair of tefillin. I'll use I'll use his. Even occasionally, only in that place. Now, what if the talis is not out there on his table in shul? It's in his cubby. You're not allowed to take it. What if it's in a stender? You're not allowed to take it. It's only if it's on. Um, says the uh, the dirshu brings that if the talis is in a mukim the, makke, the says you can't take it. Um, so Shaila is why are you allowed to rely on this on this? Uh, Idea than nichalei adam, but by dine mamonois we don't follow the roiv. So Rav Moshe says that that uh, I guess it's it's a chazaka, but even uh, I guess it's a roiv It's ruba and chazaka. Most people would have let it, and there's a chazaka nichalei inish. Rav Moshe says because you assume that people are not makbed. Ah. Um, you can only use in that But to take it out of its svara, it's also. The Efrashik love, maybe he is makbid, and v'Have Gazal. stealing. By the way, the Dershu brings that the Ramon Chaysh Mishvot says aside from Gezel, there's a takana kaduma that you know how to do this. There's like a takana of the that you know this. Prima Gadim adds that, uh, if the owner is there, you, you can't rely on the chazakah. You gotta ask him. Nah, I'm not on talking terms with him. Good. You're also not gonna use his talus. You can only rely on the chazakah if you, if he's not available. We don't rely on chazakahs so if you could easily clarify. Certainly if you know he's makvid. Fine. Ulavarichela, I am the Now, why could you make a bracha? So, um, the Dirshu says that if you borrow a talus without Das. The nichalei la inis shalavim does not make it a matana amanachzah hachzer. That we say by lulav. By lulav, um, we do not say nichalei makes it matana amanachzah hachzer, but you could still make a bracha. Why? Because listen to this. Because even though you're really not chayiv, but you're allowed to. Listen carefully. The the magen avram says. The pshad enichale is he lets you use it and you're not a gazlin. But he's not makbid it to you. He's not makna it to you. you. hear that? The nichale l'adah, nichale l'nosheth mitzvah is only you're allowed to use it, but he's not makna it to you. So why are you allowed to make a bracha? It's like you're allowed to make a bracha and like a woman is allowed to make a bracha and mitzvah she's not, you're, not and you're not, you're not chayiv. Your taka when you borrow you're not chayiv to make a bracha. That's how the Mishnah Baruch brings down, better have in mind, not not to be koine, and not to make a bracha. Now, you have to make sure to fold it up, like the first folding, of a you could fold it, but not the way it was originally. Vram, make up a Shabbos the Magan Avram says, Shabbos, you don't have to at all. Fine. You're allowed to take it without his permission. Um, excuse me. Uh, the the Ramah says, you're not to learn the svarim of your friend without his permission. Even to look at it. We're afraid you might read it a lot. Until it's torn from its abundant usage. The minhag is: you find a siddur, you find a machzer, you daven in it. I don't know hetel. D'mayshna So this sounds like um, something that might change the zman Now I'll tell you. I'll tell you uh, if you if you wonder like what could happen to a sefer. I remember I was once in a shul. Um, you want to know why by lulav do you make a bracha? Okay, good question. That's because you don't. By lulav you do not make a bracha if you find a lulav and esrig in the shul and you don't have permission and you're just relying on nikhale. Um It sounds like you, you don't necessarily... We'll, we'll, we'll look it up in Simba Tafim test test of Kadun but um, when it comes to so I was once borrowed a Sefer the Shul and I, ha- I, I used this blue precise VTRT pen and uh, I was I was holding it I mean this is a Shul Sefer so I'm going to learn from it and I, you know I was holding a pen not to write it I just I hold a pen and I like made a line on the Sefer so would somebody be makbid if you did that to the Sefer I think it depends who it, who it was. I wouldn't want someone to make a line of my Sefer. Probably most people are not Makbed. But you can't, You don't have a Rav anymore. So it's not pasha to say it doesn't... See, at, at first glance, one would say, well, this is only the, the Sarm of uh, the olden days, and they were very brittle, and every time you used it, pieces came off, but nowadays they're very well bound, nothing's going to happen, somebody uses it. So he brings over here, regarding uh, sedurim that are found in public places, like in the Kaisa, where Shomazaman said, even if someone's name is it, you're allowed to daven it, because if somebody put it in the Kaisa Maravi, they're donating it to the tzibor. Um Furthermore, the Chazoinish allowed people to sit on chairs that uh, people, other people leave in the shul, because if they're in a public area, you're allowed to use them. One would think then that the same thing, if somebody leaves a sefer in a shul, he's putting it in a public area. So in other words, the halacha, that you now to, to learn from someone else's sefer, is, is he didn't leave it in a public area. But if someone leaves a sefer in a public area, let's say in the yeshiva, so it's sort of presume he knows that there are five hundred other people there. Someone's going to look at someone's going to open it up. So you have to make sure you return it to the place. But it could be there's what to rely on. Okay, let's go a little bit further. Mm, we'll do a tiny bit more. Sifhei <speaking> Talis Shel Shutafin Chayevus Vitzisus <Spanish> Talis of Partners Is Chayevus We own stock in this Talis. Me and you we have fifty uh, percent shareholders in this Talis. We're partners in the talis, then it's chayiv. I, but it's not totally mine. It says alkan fei vikdeyhem your garments. It says mishmaru shoshutim v'tal shoshut. There's nachri v'sol ish v'isha chayiv. It's a tzitzis vloy varechaleh. Let's say you have a partnership with a guy in a talis. It's chayiv in tzitzis, but you don't make a bracha. Um, all right, we'll do one more. Chayyeves. it's talking about where the other partner is okay with you using it, v'hub In other words, what's he going to wear? So if he's okay with you using the garment and he has nothing, then it's okay. So, um, But partners that have tzitzis, and one partner's makpid that his friend doesn't just take it and walk off with it. Even if the talis is big enough, they could divide it in half, and each one gets a um, a share of talus, if one partner wears it at the expense of the other partner, he makes a bracha, it's a bracha levatola, he's over a lav of loisisa, ki chilek shaboy based be'z tzitzes because the chilek of one of them that has two strings on it is not his, v'chol shekeinim ba'yadayin and certainly, if it does not yet have tzitzes, accordingly, mi'avav, if somebody inherits a talas, u'shari e'cham and the other brothers are makbid, so they're like, Yarshim are like Shut. They got to work out a deal before any one partner uh, makes a brach on it. Okay, Rabbi, so we'll hold it over here. We finished Simon besham Next week we'll try for Simon Tesvav. And we have to figure out what we're going to do the week of Rosh Hashanah because Rosh Hashanah is Tuesday and Wednesday. Okay, so we'll work that out. Have a great day, everyone. Tov.